0: Good morning, Tallahassee. This is Wave 94, 94 94.1, and you're listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And, you know, I have a question, why escape? Why? When we have the answer, we are what God has given to this world so that they can escape to Him. But here we are trying to escape to heaven. I got a news report for you. I say, okay, escape, go inside yourself because the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. That's what Romans, let me roll there. Romans, I believe it was the 14th chapter says that. Hold on, I'm going to read it so that we know that this is real. Here it is. It says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So, (sighs) For he that in these things serve Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. So the kingdom of God is within us, amen? And so if we need to escape, then just escape to righteousness, escape to peace, joy in the Holy Ghost, amen? So when we left off before, we were talking about What's going on? Um, Jesus sent heaven to earth because he petitioned the Father to release Holy Spirit, the Comforter, to be here on earth on the day of Pentecost when Holy Spirit arrived and they had the different tongues of fire on their shoulders And even today, those of us that speak in tongues and, you know, we experience the uh, inner workings of Holy Spirit. And we know that we know that he's actually here on earth. So what does that mean? Heaven has come to earth. Amen. And is still on earth because heaven is in you. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is also released inside of you. So the question is, what was the purpose of all of this? What was the mystery? And that is that um, you and I are now heirs of God and we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And what has Jesus Christ received? So that's what we're going to talk about, hopefully, today. Uh, our last uh, conversation was the status of our inheritance, our eternal inheritance with Jesus Christ. And what we found out is that that inheritance is secure in heaven, that is incorruptible, undefiled, and reserved. So we want to make sure that while we're on earth, with heaven inside of us, that we live the life that is required to enter into the kingdom of God when we leave this planet. Amen? So here we go. First Peter, I'm running to, well, no, actually, um, I wanted to start at Isaiah 55, which is one of the prophets. And he says that, um, the children shall be taught of the Lord. So we are the children of God. Great shall be our peace. So even though we're living here on earth in a tumultuous period of time, notice that you and I are still experiencing the peace of God. Amen. And righteousness shall we be established. We shall be far from oppression. We shall not fear and from terror shall not come near us. No matter. There are people right now that's in Ukraine that are believers, and God is protecting them. Um, Behold, they shall surely gather together. Okay? And that here's what God want you and I to know, that God created the smith that blow the coals in the fire, that bring forth an instrument, and God created the waster to destroy. So if God created the coalsmith and he created the waster, he can make this statement and stand behind it. Isaiah 55, verse 17 says, verse 17, it says, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage. So we were talking about inheritance of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness uh, is of me, said the Lord. So that is also a part of our inheritance. That right there shows us that our inheritance is activated even while we're on earth. Why? Because you are identifiable as a human being that is carrying the Spirit of God. So therefore, you're carrying the Spirit of righteousness. Okay? And 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 this is what the Lord is saying, that the righteousness that you're carrying is of me. And therefore, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. That is a part of our inheritance. Okay? Not just when we become... Spirit beings, again, we're talking about why we're human beings. And what does that mean? Human beings are beings of dirt made from the earth, right? Okay. That have, or we could make it even more plainer. We could say um, beings that are birthed from an image of God, the image of God, which is mankind. Okay. That have the breath of God. Operating in them so that they can live every day. So that's a human being. Okay. But in order to become a being in Christ Jesus that have this heritage that I just spoke of, you need to have another spirit inside of you. And that would be Holy Spirit. Okay. That would be the spirit of Jesus Christ. So now you have become. A being that is carrying the righteousness of God. Let's roll to First Peter. Let's hope that I can find it. And we're looking for First Peter chapter number one. And why don't we start here? Okay. So if we are living as God the Father has said, He said, Be holy. As obedient children, right? Because why? I'm holy. That's what he said. And so 18th verse says, you were redeemed. So you and I, the reason why God can say, be holy, because I'm holy, because he puts now his Holy Spirit inside of us. So, you know, you it's not as much you, as much as it is you submitting to the Holy Spirit, like submitting to God and the devil will flee, Right. And the devil is bringing to all of us, or our own minds, wickedness, evilness. So, works of the flesh. So, we cannot do the works of the flesh. We have to walk in the Spirit of God. So, we have to walk, submit unto God. And then Holy Spirit allows us and helps us, leads us, so that we can be holy as the nature of God is. Holiness, Right? Why? Because you have not been redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from your vain lifestyle (laughs) that you received by tradition from your ancestors. Okay? And you know, Wakanda is good, but there's a lot of things in that film that you don't want that to be in you. You don't want to worship idol gods. No. No. You want to worship the living and true God. You don't want to rely on some spirit. You want to rely on Holy Spirit, the spirit of the creator God. So we got to we need to be careful and wise and discern and be awoke, not sleep. So we have been purchased with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in who? God the Father, not the Black Panther or any other, or Superman or all these other things, Iron Man or anything. We are to have our faith and our hope just in one God. The living God, the true God. Seeing you have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit, okay, loving your brethren, that's hard, but you still got to do it. That you love one another with a pure heart, that's what I had to do recently. I had to stop and say, Listen, heart, you're going to forgive, you're going to forgive, you're going to forgive, you're going to forgive. And you're going to walk away from offense and you're going to learn how to pray for yourself and for your family, no matter how much they offend you, no matter what they do to hurt your heart. You're going to take that hurt out of your heart, throw it away, and you're going to reach up to the love of Jesus Christ and pour that inside where the hurt may have been. Why? Because I'm I'm telling my soul that you are going to live according to the truth that is in the Holy Spirit. I'm born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which live and abide forever. For all flesh is as grass, okay? And all the glory of man is just like grass. So what happens with the flower of grass? It withers away and the flower, it falls off. But the word of the Lord, it endures forever. And this is the word, okay, that the gospel is preached unto all of us. So, why, why oh, why is Jesus coming back? Why are you living, at least trying to live, holy? You're, you're submitting unto uh, the word of God. Why? We're laying aside malice and guile. And, hypocrisies and envies and all kind of negative speakings. Um, And we're desiring the sincere milk of the Word of God, okay, so we can grow. Why are we doing this? Because we're the chosen of God, we're precious, and, and we're lively stones. We're building up the spiritual house and we're functioning as holy priesthood. We are the intercessors for this world, Okay, We're chosen of God and we're offering up spiritual sacrifices. We're, we're taking our body like Romans 12 say, brethren, I beseech you. Remember that? That you present your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God. That is your reasonable service. <laughs> Why are we doing all of this? Well, I'm going to go to Ephesians, the third chapter, and see if I can find something there that would help us understand why are we submitting unto the Lord in this manner? What is it that we expect to, um, to gain? Okay, so Ephesians, the third chapter, of course, now I can't get there, but I will get there. And what we're doing is we're being dead to this world. Amen? But we're alive to Christ Jesus. And so that's what we're doing. See, if we have received Christ, then we have to walk in him. And we have to be rooted and built up. And um, the faith of Jesus Christ, we're to um, continue on to be we cannot let others come to us. We, we have to just put our heart on Jesus. We have to live that life and we have to take all the, the works of the flesh and we got to set them aside. And we must live the way how Holy Spirit teaches us, right? Because the Lord himself, God, our father is the one that he's blessing us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, but it's heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So the Lord chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world and that we, you and I, can actually be holy without blame before him in love, having predestined us unto adoption of children by Christ Jesus to himself. That's his good pleasure. That's God's good pleasure. So we've been redeemed through Jesus Christ's blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of God's grace. Now, if we go to Revelation's uh, I'm sorry, Ephesians the 3rd chapter, verse number 4, it says that there is a mystery of Christ which in The old time, they never knew it. The apostles and prophets, they uh, did not get a chance to know this, but it's now revealed that Gentiles, and that's why we were talking about the heir. That's why we're talking about the inheritance. And so this is the mystery that happened and that was fulfilled through Jesus Christ, that Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of God's promise in Christ by the gospel. Okay? So that is what uh, we we are looking to. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world have been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ to the intent that now unto the principles and powers in heavenly places, might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in God, in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So everything about this inheritance, it was hidden in Jesus Christ. And so, again, we go back to the inheritance that God might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which were in heaven and on earth, okay? And whom also we have obtained, here we go again, an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that's God, okay? That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, okay? In whom we found out about the gospel of salvation and that if you believe, if you and I believe in that Romans 10 that we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, if you really believe that, then the word of God says you will be sealed. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So not only is the spirit of God inside of us, And the realm of the spirit, they can literally see that there's a seal on your forehead, (laughs) or you are sealed somewhere (laughs) with the Holy Spirit of promise, and that is the deposit, that is proof positive that you have an eternal inheritance. Okay, and that in that inheritance comes with the redemption of the purchase possession so right now until Jesus come, you can look at yourself as a purchased possession okay now when Jesus come he will redeem what he paid for so it's almost like when we lay things away like we go to the store and we do a layaway, put money down and you know that's yours and you you know Jesus did a little bit different he paid for everything right then and there. And they say, I'll be back. I don't know, Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. <laughs> All right. So let's go to Ephesians 1, verse number 20. And it lets us know that here's what God did. And it continued to prove that we have an eternal inheritance, okay? Where he took his power, the greatness, the exceeding greatness of his power. And he raised Jesus from the dead and set Jesus at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that's named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet and gave him, Jesus to be the head over all things to the church. And who is the church? We are Jesus' body on the earth. Okay? So that gives us some more understanding. When we go to Ephesians, the second chapter, starting at verse number four, it lets us know that God, who is rich in mercy, right? He showed his great love, okay? And that we... You and I were dead. So when we're at church, like yesterday, at Deeper Fellowship, while the preacher was preaching, in the middle of preaching, Holy Spirit made him stop. He couldn't even do a sermon. He had to stop. Because why? Holy Spirit wanted to raise people from the dead in the middle of the sermon to life. Okay? So... When we were dead in sin, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are we saved. Raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are we saved through faith. It's a gift of God, not of ourselves. It's not about works. No one can boast. We are God's workmanship. And we've been created again. So God didn't just create us spiritually when he did it with Adam and Eve. He creates us all over again in Christ Jesus. Amen. And then by us being created in Christ Jesus, we're able to manifest good works upon the earth. Okay. So in the past, Gentiles were those that had no... Covenant with God. They were called the uncircumcision by those which are called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. Okay. And what that's saying is the Jews who had a covenant with God, but they exemplified their covenant by the circumcision of their males, right? Called Gentiles uncircumcised. Okay. So we were without Christ, we were aliens from the commonwealth, from the country, from the, you know, the entity called Israel, right? And we were strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, those of us, all of us who never knew about Jesus and then found him, we've been brought nigh near unto the Lord by the word, by the blood of Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ, he is our peace. He's made all of us one, okay? He broke down that partition between Gentiles and those were promised, Jews, those from the bloodline of Abraham. That has been... He even broke down the enmity. Remember what God has said, that I will put enmity between your seed, Satan's seed, and the seed of the woman, okay? Okay. But Jesus came. Ephesians 3, verse number 15. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of two, one new man, making peace, okay, that he might reconcile both. Why did he now need to reconcile what's called the Jews? Why? Why? Because most of them are, are under condemnation because of the law. They cannot do the law. So he, through Jesus now, they can be reconciled back to God. And those who never had covenant with God, such as the Gentiles, most of us, can now be reconciled unto God. Here's what the Bible says. Verse number 16, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby and came and preached peace to you, which were afar off and to them that were near. For through Jesus, we both, we being Jews and Gentiles, have access by one spirit, Holy Spirit. Unto the Father. Now, none of us are strangers anymore or foreigners, but we are all fellow citizens with the saints of God who did keep the covenant, such as Abraham, such as um, Isaiah, Elijah, Ezekiel. Okay. Fellow citizens with the saints and of the host, the household of God. So that's what this is all about. Our inheritance is several layers. As we saw, we have the inheritance here on earth. We also have the eternal inheritance, the kingdom of God. And Ephesians 4, starting at verse 17, says, um, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth, that those of us that have been converted, walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of, of their minds, Why? Because their understanding was, our understanding was darkened, being alienated alienated from the life of God through ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But now you and I, we've learned about Christ. So now that we have learned about the truth, And Jesus, put off your old way of life. You can't be the same. You can't do the same things that you used to do. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's spiritual. And now put on the new man, which after God is created. See that? God created you again. You've been created twice in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus don't give place to the devil, Amen. Don't let corrupt God help me, help me, help all of us, Lord. Let us not have corrupt communication. Let us not grieve the Holy Spirit, God, because He's the one that sealed us until the day of redemption. And then, what is the day of redemption? That's when Jesus physically come to this earth. I'm going to finish this. First Thessalonians. Let me find that. First Thessalonians, uh, chapter four starting at verse number three, for this is the will of God, your sanctification, abstain from fornication. It's like over and over again. It seems like everything is almost about sex. Abstain from fornication, but then fornication can also be whoredom of spirit, that you're worshiping other gods. Abstain from fornication. (sighs) That every one of you should know how to possess your vessel and sanctification and honor. Amen? For God did not call us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Amen? And so, what's going to happen? Verse number 13, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, meaning dead. Okay? Don't sorrow. Okay? Because why? As those that have no hope, because you have hope. What is your hope? Yet you believe that Jesus died, rose again, Even so, them which also sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord, we shall not prevent them which are asleep or dead. For the Lord himself shall descend, heaven coming to earth, amen? The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout and the voice of the archangel with the trumpet. Of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So that's the rapture. And um, that's evidence again of our inheritance. So we want to be raptured with Jesus when he comes to get his purchase possession, you and I, because we are the children of light. We're the children of the day, not of the night nor darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but watch and be sober. Amen. Let us not be drunken, but we are to stay alert, put on the breastplate of faith and love for a helmet, the hope of salvation for, guess what? God has not appointed you and I to wrath. But to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us. Amen. So whether we are woke alive or sleep dead, we should live together with Jesus. Amen. That's the point. That's the biggest point. Part of our inheritance that we know that eternally We will be with Jesus. A lot of people feel like, well, the rapture can't take place, and that's not real. But the Bible throughout gives us instances, such as Enoch. He was on the earth for 365 years, and then God took him. He lived 65 years and had children after that. Then for 300 years, he walked with the Lord. That's why it says, walk and live in the Spirit. Because how will you be a candidate to be raptured? Elijah was raptured. Even Jesus was raptured after 40 days. <laughs> Rapture is real. It's going to happen. And I, the only thing I can say is be ready. Because it's written, and when I come back next time, we'll talk more about heaven coming to earth to bring you back to heaven to be with Jesus. You know, we want to be the church that becomes the bride. So, Father God, I ask you to look down upon us yet again today. And Lord, keep our minds stayed on you so that we can be in perfect peace. And Lord, let us walk in the Holy Spirit. Let us be holy because you're holy. And let us understand to allow your Holy Spirit to be activated in us minute by moment moment by moment, day by day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, Radio Land, it's time for me to go again. And as always, I can't wait to be back with you next time. Escape to the heaven. Heaven is within you. But remember, heaven is also being activated by you here on earth for those that are lost and without hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless. Bye. Anybody wanna see you loved ones? Mm, yeah.